Welcome back into the program, everybody. The last edition, the last hour, the last half of Alabama Unfiltered Radio before the new year. So we'll talk to all of y'all next year. Right before the break, I want to make sure that something was not taken out of context. I understand that it will insult someone. I get it. But when I said that these people who look like they're trying to kick something off, I, I mean that it looks like they're trying to perpetrate violence. You can't take Donald Trump off the ballot in Colorado, then take Donald Trump off the ballot in Maine. You can't tell the people of the United States you don't even get a chance to vote for the person that millions of people are in support of. Millions of people support Donald Trump, not because they necessarily love Donald Trump. Donald Trump gets on my nerves sometimes. He does dumb things. But he has become, he represents the idea of America and putting America first, Americans first, of every walk, ethnicity, melanin, everything, Americans come first, and that America is an exceptional place, and that America should lead in the world, and that America can be a, a beacon of hope and freedom in the world, and that we have no intention of allowing it to become some second-rate or third-rate country where we sacrifice the futures of our children and our children's children on the altar of some sort of global government and goodness and we'll all do what some weird talking James Bond villain from Geneva, Switzerland says we should do. Uh, the heck with that. And, and it seems as if these people on the left believe they can just continue to kick us in the face and say, no, 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 we're not even going to give you the chance to elect Donald Trump. We're not even going to give you the opportunity to save your country. We don't care what you believe in. And I'm telling you, they are playing with violence. And when I said, Sky said he thinks that they are more, they're willing to kick off some sort of civil conflict before they run the risk of Donald Trump being president... I said, if they do that, they better win. I say that not because I hope that they win. I don't say it because I want them to win. I'm saying for their own little scrawny, sorry backsides, they better win if they kick off violence because it's, it's not going to go well. How's that? I'm trying to warn them that it is not going to go well for the weenies on the left. I'm just not. I'm telling y'all. This this is the this is the playground fight where you're like just stop it. Stop it. No. We don't want to fight. Well, you're a coward. You're a coward. You chicken. And you're like, "No. We you don't you don't want to do this." It's, because it's the there is a whole can of whoop butt coming. I'm well, telling you, you people just, you on just the keep left. Pushing people and pushing people and pushing people and eventually they're going to turn. And, I, and yeah. I'm afraid of much of the military because military leadership is a bunch of screwballs. Not all of them. Not all of them. Many of them at the very, very top were put in place by Barack Obama. Okay? There was a reason. There was a purge in the military. The men and women of the military, the normal folks, the regular folks underneath the highest echelons, good, solid Americans. Some of them 
some of the military will obey the orders from the wackadoodles. The wackadoodles who believe that, that the military should pay for transgender surgeries. So that the guy who has his uh, equipment removed is not able to fight in a battle ever again. But that's okay. Because the military is for social experimentation, apparently. But I'm trying to tell folks that the majority of the folks in the military, men and women, are not going to go on American soil and fight their brothers and their sisters and their aunts and their uncles and their moms and their dads. Some of them will, because some of them are crazy Looney Tunes, and they joined it to be crazy. But most of the military is filled by men and women, let's be honest, from the South and from the Red States, who join the military because they love their country, but they also love their families and they love their God. And I'm just telling y'all, I'm just telling y'all liberals and you blue state folks, Y'all need, please quit poking us. And on the other hand, I also want to tell our folks on our side, and I don't want to mention any names, but there's some folks on our side who keep saying, look, they're just trying to taunt you. They're just trying to get something started so they can come for everybody. I get it. I get that. But there comes a point where you eventually wait until... You've waited so long that your chance for victory is over. So if everybody cools their jets and calms down and they steal another election, how far can we last as a country as they continue to solidify their control and their power while our betters keep telling us, keep calm, keep calm, keep calm, keep calm? I don't know the answers, but I also know that there are always people who will say keep calm until evil is so solidified that it can't be defeated. I think, I think it was Winston Churchill that was saying something about, if you're not going to fight when you, can when you can win by winning elections, you'll come to a time where you have no choice. And if you wait too long after that, you come to a point where there is no hope of victory and you're just fighting not to be enslaved. And, and we have to grow up and think a little bit more than some people I have great respect for who keep thinking, hey, I'm really smart by telling people, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. I get it. But there comes a point where um, they have taken it too far. And we're not the ones, we're the ones here begging people to, to do the right thing. The answer for this country is to have 50 states that rule themselves and are sovereign they decide how to live. They decide the values that they will have. If Alabama wants to be, what does what the leftist call us? If Alabama wants to be Jesus land, that's what the mocking left says. If we want to be free market Jesus land, I think can't remember if that's from an Atlantic story or from the salon a few years ago. So be it. And if California wants to be Satan, pagan socialist land, so be it. But you have a loose-knit government at the top that manages the things that it should manage, and you let everybody live their lives with the people who want to live like them. Federalism is the answer. And we can do that without a conflict. But it seems to me that it is the conservative side 
that is begging just to be left alone. And it is the left that says, no, we will be in charge of a federal government that will force you, force you to live in a pagan land of no morals and Marxism and socialism. And I'm just begging people in 2024 to, uh, to cut this stuff out. Maine, Colorado, other places. Y'all need to quit. You need to quit. And if, but if you don't, and you cause it all to go up in flames, you will not get out unscathed. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's go to Papa B. Papa B, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, Scott. I've got uh, myself revved up again, Papa B. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know how much I can add to that kind of conversation because he pretty much said it all. Thank you. I would say this. I, I don't know if I worry so much about what uh, the social justice crew will do before the election as I do after what they would do after the election. I guess I worry about both equally, to be honest with you. You know, because you got, a, what, about two months, two and a half months before oh, if yeah. Donald Trump wins before he's sworn in. That's a really good point. Is that right? Yeah, you they're know, not going to go quietly into the night. And you know what? No, sir. The, the left is not worried about uh, all the warnings that uh, that we're given all the time. The left is not, no, no, no. they're not worried about staying under control and being civil. You make a great point, Papa <laughs> B, because, uh, yeah, yeah, if Trump wins, they're going to lose their oh, minds. Oh, they'll burn the place down before they'll see mm-hmm. him inaugurate. You know, they'll, look, yeah. they're not, not, Maybe cooler heads will prevail in some corners, but there are some folks that, well, frankly, I mean, <laughs> they know that the sheriff is coming to town, okay? Yeah, yeah. And they they're bad. they just about don't have anything to lose, is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, if they can, they'll, they'll throw everything into chaos. Uh, they might try to, I mean, they're going to try to do it before. They... Since I cannot, since the pandemic thing is not going to work anymore, okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody's buying that. They tried it. They wanted to do it. Uh, they're going to try something. Well, will it be? And you just see how they're going to come at you. Is it going to be like a cyber attack? Oh, my gosh. Cyber attack. Well, we can't have the elections. Oh, yep. my. Yeah, too bad. We'll just have to do that later. Or will it be, uh, oh, goodness. You know, North Korea or, you know, somebody, Iran, somebody has started a war. You know, we got to go fight. We can't have the elections. No, 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 that won't work. I mean, hey, you know, like, that's, that's a good point, Papa B. Hey, Papa B, I, I've not even thought about what you just said. If we wake up on Election Day 2024, getting ready to go vote, and they go, Oh my gosh, there's been a cyber attack. Or there is a cyber attack and all these election systems go down across the country and they just say, you know what? We're just going to have to put this off. Well, I, I didn't even think about it that way. So, you know, you know, I mean, well, they've been kind of prepping you for it. 
Oh, here's yeah. that sunspot, you know. I mean, how many right. sunspot stories have we heard over the last year? <laughs> yeah. That's a good Every point. Every time you turn around, there's a big old sunspot. This about where the earth is about to get blasted. Look, they do preparatory things on all of this stuff media-wise. They yeah. condition people to expect things or condition people to, you know, view uh, uh, different events that have uh-huh. happened or w- or they hope will happen or maybe they just imagine they could use in the future. Yeah. All of this stuff, you know, it goes on. What are they going to come at you with? They're going to come at you with something. They've already yeah. tried to come at, at you with something, with the, another pandemic. You so make a good point. Congress, Congress starting next week or whenever they come back in, the Republicans, mm-hmm. the leadership in Congress should say, you know what? There might be a cyber attack on our election mm-hmm. systems. Every mm-hmm. state that's going to run any federal election in 2024 must mm-hmm. have a paper, paper backup system, and you must only vote on election day. There'll be no pre-voting because nope. if you pre-vote and there's a cyber attack, we lose your vote, and we don't want to lose your vote. And in order to protect your rights... Mm-hmm. Paper ballots, one day voting, and we'll count them by hand. Everybody should be prepared. They would lose their mind if Congress came they out, would. if the leadership said that. That's a great, great idea, Papa hey, B. Can I say one other thing? Can I say yes, one sir. other thing? Mm-hmm. Look, um, I, don't th- I think that, you know, the Democrat uh, symbol is apropos, the jackass. Okay? <laughs> but... You know, it honestly should be the skunk because everywhere they go, they stink things up so bad that everybody has to flee. And if it, the Republican was right, it'd Pretty be good. the fainting goat. It wouldn't be the elephant, it'd be the fainting goat. I mean, you just say racism. Oh, they fall over dead. You know? Fainting goat. You're right, Bobby anyway. B. Appreciate you, brother. Talk to you Bye. next year. We are back, everybody. Welcome to the program. Third half of Alabama Unfiltered Radio, the only show in the country with three halves. We're going to talk to all of y'all again next year, but we have a few more moments left of the show, about 30-something minutes. Sky has received an incredible (laughs) gift, actually, and he is showing it to us through the uh, wonderful window to the studio. I don't know all those people. I know Elvis. Okay, it is a a nice, uh, custom woodworking job. Um, about, I don't know, uh, foot, uh... Oh, it's probably 18 by 24 uh, or something. Yeah, and, uh, in the center, it has a disc about the size of a 33 to 3rd RPM record. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, around the disc are... Well, it says uh, Sky Records in the middle. in the middle, uh, on the label. That's fantastic. And, uh, around the, uh, disc, it's got, uh, Ray Charles... Johnny Cash, The Beatles, you've heard of them, they're pretty uh-huh, good. I've heard of them. Elvis, Jimi Hendrix, Freddie Mercury, Janis Joplin, the queen of psychedelic soul, and the man himself, James Brown there. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And who, where did it awesome. come from and who did Dennis, it? Dennis dropped this off okay. just a few minutes ago and surprised me. I didn't get to see him. Fresh answered the door. Uh, Dennis uh, has custom woodworking. Wow. So how do people find Dennis? Because that's worth telling people how to find Dennis. He's in Prattville, and uh-huh. um, you can. Is it uh, called Dennis Woodworking? Custom Woodworking. That's okay. uh, Dennis Price. 
595-9074. Can I look him up on the interwebs? Yeah, custom woodworking. Custom woodworking. It really is super cool. So So the pictures are etched in like with a laser. Yeah. Onto the wood. Laser engraved. Man. That is super nice. Super, super nice. That's that's not staying here. That's going straight home. Yeah, that's going to the house. Fresh already says, hey, you could put that in your office where we hang the keys. And, hey, and you can hang the keys on it? No, but the problem is it looks too so. much like a dartboard, and you got Joey down there. I don't trust. No, and man. you can't. You don't boys. know. Joey and Eddie will boys, be boys, throwing boys. darts I don't, at man, it. Man, I can't. My food isn't safe <sighs> in the refrigerator right now. <laughs> <laughs> We got a couple of phone calls. Do you want to go first, Sam? You have big thoughts. I have been ranting and raving on this last day of 2023, and um, it may be your time to rant. And then we got Charles of first and Duke. It's not really a rant. It's tactics and strategies. Okay. Okay, because we talked about freedom this year. Okay. Helping our friends point them in the way of freedom. Yeah, yeah. New Year. So there's a couple things. One, you made me think about James Lindsay, about okay. they're poking, poking, poking. Yep. And he says, cool your jets, cool your jets. And you know, I'm and like, we mm. say, here's okay. the situation. We tell them what they're doing, uh-huh. and then we just go do what we want to do. Um, that's what he says. That's what James Lindsay says. Okay. Is you're poking me. You've done this repeatedly. You've taken off the ballot, mm-hmm. and now we're going to have to fight you over this. Okay. 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 But more than that... I need people to remember, because it goes back to what Brian Dawson said, this has to do with believers in the state of Alabama, is that the liberals in Maine, in Colorado, and whoever else knows what's next, are committed to the lie. Mm, They really are. They are committed to a demonstrably false lie that now it looks like, after the phone calls, we'll get to Mike Pence and what he did on J6, but they are committed to the lie. Our job then is to be committed to the truth and do whatever it takes to make sure that truth wins. And that's not going to be fun. I agree with you. And and stand for what truth is. And if they want to come and make us stop standing for truth, then they've got a, uh, then they've got a struggle on their hands. Yeah. And if they want to bring it, but I think they want to bring it. So maybe, maybe not. I like that. Okay. Very simple. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but I'm really, really sick of people sitting on the sidelines acting as if the Democrats are not committed. You know, we we hold them up like, oh, they're so vaunted and special and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, and the government is God and trust them. They're experts and all that crap. And we saw where that got us. Mm-hmm. But what that's going to require in this 2024 is not only to see that they're committed to a lie, but we have to be more committed to the truth. Yeah. But that requires a fight. Right. And I don't know what that fight looks like. But if we'll do our part, wherever we are in our sphere of influence, then we'll win. Yeah. Because it says, flee from the devil and he'll flee from you. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple. And if we all take a little bit of the load, I get, I get tired of seeing in the United States and in Alabama, regular folks, and I use that term broadly, but regular folks who are willing to say, look, I, I, will, I will go through some tough times to ensure a better future for my children and my children's children. And then I see the muckety-mucks, the uppity-ups, the better-than-thou crowd who are just willing to kiss anybody's feet so that they can maintain their little, very wealthy world. I'm like, dude, come on, stand for something. Right. Be a warrior. You've been blessed. We've all been blessed. 
but it just seems that regular people working their jobs, struggling to pay the bills, going from paycheck to paycheck, those people are willing to fight for liberty and freedom. And the people with it's, it's, it's almost like it's flipped over from the founding of the country where the folks who had so much to lose were willing to lose their estates, their manners, their names, everything. everything. Mm-hmm. And wh- where is that class in this, in this battle? And the other part of it is you are going to have to look very carefully at the people you've sent to Washington, D.C., people that you maybe loved, respected, right. whatever. You are going to have to take a cold and apprising eye and look at their life and ask, are mm-hmm. they the problem? Oh, let me ask you this. Because people are not willing to do that right yes. now. We are unwilling. We're saying, oh, but they're such a good person. Right. Remove that label. Look at what they do, yes. not at what they say. But then understand we are the ones who have the opportunity and the ability to change things. We. I mean, we do. do they know enough about the state of Alabama for someone to stand up in the halls of Congress and say, y'all got to quit? That's right. There is going to be a a fight if y'all don't quit. And I don't I don't see that happening in Washington DC. They act like oh it's all good. Whatever Washington says is good. They know better. Some of them believe better. But I know, I know people look at them like they're crazy. That's and right. that could be the worst thing ever. Someone look at you with disdain. Oh my gosh. Be rough. Anyway, Duke Charles the 1st Y'all are up over on the other side. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Don't forget our friends over at 1819 News. Go to 1819news.com. Consider becoming a member. Make it a New Year's resolution to join the team, join the fight, help Alabamians know what's going on in their state legislature, uh, local governments, what's happening on cultural fronts, it is nonprofit journalism that is doing what we thought the old newspapers did years ago. So consider supporting the work they do. They, they support us, and hopefully y'all will support them. Check out 1819news.com. Let's get out to your phone calls. Charles I of Duany, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Well, thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. I, I, was, wanting to, I was wanting to bring up an Alabama scenario that would be like what you're talking about in case we had the Mike Podhausener call him out, you know, at the election time there. I wanted, to, okay. I wanted to remind everyone of what Kay Ivey did when there was the police brutality protest that Antifa was supposed to be coming to in Huntsville. Okay. The first week of June. She called in a thousand uh, uh, Army Reserve. N- National, National Guard, Guards, guys. Right? National yeah. Guard. And, and state troopers. Of course, they didn't have to do anything, but their presence was there. And when violence did happen, the city took care of it very quickly. And you had the whole place full of those people, you know, full of the people she called to assist. And that's the Alabama Governor Kay Ivey way of taking care of it, being proactive. And it might be in those instances that we need uh, Alan Treadaway's bill, Uh, you know, what I'm talking about there, Scott. Yeah, yeah, is, about... Is when, yeah, holding, holding, if you had some Antifas that were from out of town creating mm-hmm. this kind of disruption in this particular instance, you could keep them in the jail longer than them being bonded out to continue. Uh, um, that makes sense. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like a, just a normal, you know, 
if, if some uh, church ladies wanted to go protest in Birmingham over an abortion clinic and, do, and follow all the rules, I wouldn't want the mayor there to say, just for no reason, let's give them a police record. So you got to be in between those things. But but we need to keep in mind that, and, and uh, like what was being said before, we need there needs to be a way of protecting the posters. You know, like COVID made some of them no longer be there and be taken over by Planned Parenthood and other persons, you know, volunteering to help them, you know. Right. There needs to be a worse criminal, uh, you're going to get more penalties if you do something or create a scenario that tries to keep those poll workers from being in their position. You know That's what I mean? That's a good point. Yes, sir. Yeah. But that, that's what all I wanted to say, and everybody have a happy new year. Well, happy, happy new, new year, year Charles the first of doing. We appreciate you, brother. We'll talk to you next year. Be safe, and um, yeah, have a good new year. Let's let's go to Duke. Duke, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you? All right. How you doing? <laughs> okay. Yes, it's been two weeks since the volleyball game, but I want to say, me and my wife watched your daughter play volleyball a couple weeks ago. We we uh, enjoyed that. Well, and, uh, I appreciate it. I wish that uh, they had not melted down and played so poorly. I don't. I mean, it's. But she played pretty well, so I can't complain. Yeah, it always that. plays well. Yeah, yeah, good thing. Uh, Thank I'll you, buddy. Thank you. To, I, I sitting there listening to you earlier. You got me kind of scary here. Some of the okay, tell me why. You don't want to get the wrong kind of people worked up when you say that uh, if things doesn't go a certain way or whatever, that the people gonna be mad and swole up, walk around with wind in their jaws and all that stuff. So yeah, I, 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 I see it happening out there. Expand on what you mean. Okay, um, I believe that people who who believe in traditional values, who believe in America being great, who believe in the exceptionalism of the United States, people I refer to as patriotic, God fearing, red blooded. Americans of every walk, color, okay. creed, whatever. Uh, maybe it's the make them, it's the evil MAGA crowd, according to Joe Biden. I believe that they are being pushed and poked and prodded, and that there are people in this country who want them to kind of lose their minds and resort to some sort of quote unquote violent stand. Now, now understand. That a bunch of people walking around in the United States Capitol taking selfies of themselves, standing behind the banner, uh, the borders. Now, there were a few people climbing or whatever. No weapons, no guns, um, has been considered an insurrection only exceeded by the Civil War itself. So it doesn't take much for the mainstream media and our betters in Washington D.C. to say violence has been has been started. My thing is, though, sir, that yes, sir, you only picking on one side. All of these individuals that we send up there, the so-called conservative, Republican, Democrats, liberals, or whatever, whatever terminology you wish to use, sir. Uh-huh. All of them are not doing a damn thing, regardless of whose side is in office. Well, okay? now if you know, if you know, Duke, that... Hold on, hold on, no, no, I gotta stop, I gotta stop you part of the way, well, okay. before Go you ahead. get going. Go That's why, in this diatribe that I've had today, I have called them Washington, D.C., or the elites, or I have not made it a, a Republican versus Democrat. And even when you asked me I, who I was talking about, I didn't say Republican. 
I heard you. I heard you was talking about. But what I'm saying okay. is, better that uh, in the state of Alabama, how long has the uh, Republican or so-called conservative been over this state? Since 2010. Uh, probably, probably 30, 40, 50 years. No, no, no. 2010. I was there when Republicans took over the state legislature for the first time ever. 2010. And for, uh, governorship. We're getting the governor's office. The governorship has been, except for Don Siegelman, since late 80s. But that was, But that's the governorship. And the governor in this state doesn't make policy. Legislature does. But my thing is, sir, that... Uh, the state of Alabama, let's focus on the state of Alabama. We're still at okay. the bottom of education. We're still at the bottom of our health system. And we can't figure out whether or not we want the Indian casino to be a gaming uh, place or a gambling hall. Then, yeah. uh, you know, and, and you know, <laughs> you want all these different schools, but we stay at the bottom of education. can't fix anything. So, come on. Well, I, I can tell you why. Because re- even though, re- quote, unquote, Republicans are hold the offices... Most of them are still Democrats. We didn't change any of the policies. The funny things about the Republicans in the current Alabama legislature is they are busy okay. prioritizing all the things that we as Republicans in the minority killed. They're so all, I mean, they can't do anything all, all but gambling and regulation. Are Democrats still? All the ones who have been in the office are Democrats. Katie Britt and yeah, all there, there's a lot of them still Democrats. Yes, Duke. <laughs> no, I mean, it's true, Duke. I mean, yes, you know, that the, you know there's a difference in beliefs. A belief system, at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, the state of Alabama is ran by the Republican Party. I don't want to hear a damn thing about school choice because they made choices years ago where they wanted to send their kids, okay? So fix the school system. All right, let me ask you okay. this, Duke. Okay, all right. This is a great time, a great time at the end of the year. What would you do to fix the school system? Because here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put down what you tell me. And then okay. after you tell me, you got to say, does that sound like what Scott Beeson would do or what the AEA and the teachers union would do? All right. So, so, so go. One minute. Well, first what thing would I you do? do? Give me one thing to fix education. The first, the first thing I do, no, okay. the number one thing is uh, 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 get away from party lines. Get away from party lines and, and talk to all the parents about all the kids in the state. Don't talk about taking kids out and because somebody got this uh, feelings hurt in this school, you want to take them to jump and damn it. How, 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 did, how did that, no, no, but, but Duke, how does okay. that make one kid be able to read? Tell, tell me that. Well, it's all from the top. What I'm saying, uh, the government got to put in the curriculum and let the pe- teachers teach, okay? That's where well, they did do that. They put this in Common Core. And okay. that didn't work. And that wasn't Scott well, Beeson. Scott well, Beeson was against well, Common Core. What I see, what I see is I'm gonna go cut it to the cut to the chase. <laughs> Watch the majority of the white pants running like hell and leaving the straps in the public school for it for everybody to right, well, I'll address that on the other side as well. Duke, I appreciate you. We gotta roll, we'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Golly, there's not much time. So if I forget and the clock is running out, y'all have a great new year, and we will talk to y'all then. But we've got a couple people on. But we also got to rant a little bit. Just for Amy a second. Amy Beth is exercised. Oh, just for a second. So I want to make make sure I get this straight. I don't want to put words in my mouth. Duke said that the reason the schools were bad was because the white people left. Amy Beth, why are you why are you so worked up? Well, I'm worked up because he also said that they are bad. That his solution was to talk, take it from the top down. Okay. 
Okay, that n- removes responsibility. But then okay. the other thing that he said is that the white people left. Mm-hmm. I don't care what skin color Did you are. Did he say take the cream off the top? He's, he said something, something like and all I'm saying is, are you not allowed to evaluate a poor situation, which he agrees our test scores are in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Are you not allowed to look at a crumbling situation and pack it up and say, I got to do better? Or are you supposed to stay where it's crumbling and expect mm-hmm. somebody else to come and save you again and again and again and never stop to ask, perhaps it is me. And it is my responsibility to fix the crumbling situation rather than say, oh, the government's going to fix it this time after 50 years of promises. Right. Or you're not allowed to leave. You got to right. stay where it's crappy. You got to stay. Because right. if you leave, then you're a racist. No, sir. Right. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Well, the question I have is, so the school systems, so the school systems are failing school systems are failing because... No, not my words, his words, because the white people left. Is that not a racism of low expectations? Yes, sir, it is. I mean, because you still have, apparently, accredited teachers. You still have facilities. You still have money. You still have all the things you have. And our challenge now is not to have a great education. Our challenge is, can we learn, can we read? That's right. And can we do math? So that's a. I'm, we're going to have. We'll be able to talk about it during next year. But we got to hurry through, hurry through, hurry through. We got a lot of folks. Clark, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Hey Scott. Hey Annabeth. I guess we got to go NASCAR. Limited time. Go NASCAR, brother. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperate yes, sir. People do desperate things. Look at what's going on with Maine, Colorado. The left is in fact desperate. A mega movement. A MAGA movement with a focal point, and that's what Donald Trump is, is an existential threat to them. You can't really blame them for their position. They work long and hard to diminish our country and secure power. Correct. And they've, they've made great strides. you got to give them that. They have. And the threat of losing those gains has driven them to desperation. You know, Scott, there's an old saying, if you strike the king, you'd better kill the king. Correct. There probably ought to be an accompanying corollary. If you attempt to put your boot on the people's neck, you better be sure you can keep it there. Ooh, and I think they, we're going to write that one down, Clark. The they feel the neck looking out from underneath the boot. You got that right. Thanks, Clark. Appreciate you, brother. Happy New Year. Super fast, super fast. Let's go to Thunder. Thunder, welcome to the program. Happy New Year to all of y'all. Um, just like the last gentleman said, if you can fix your foot on the, the neck, you better be prepared to keep it there. And yes. I guess you know, your work drums out. They better, better know what they're doing. They're certain idiots. And as well as the one in Louisiana that was recently struck down, you know, you want to control what the people of this country are allowed to vote on? That's interference in elections. You got it. Well, it better be a, it better be a state. I hope it is. Thanks, Thunder. Appreciate you. Let's move on to Crawdad. Crawdad. Thank you. Happy New Year, Crawdad. Welcome to the program. Good morning. I, I tell you, real like uh, I think I want a ball park hat that says on one side 
uh, Make America Great Again, and on the other side, big letters said WWDJ. What would DJ what, what would you do? Who do? What would Jesus? Ah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think we need to remember what what is Jesus going to do? Because that Uh-oh. that that round is going to be a lot rougher. Crawdad, we appreciate you, brother. Have a fantastic new year. All of y'all be careful out there, especially with all the crazy folks that are on the roads on, like, New Year's Eve. Y'all be careful, for and, real. Uh, and we're going to try to be back next week at some point in time, probably Tuesday. 